How's everybody doing this morning? Good, good. Good. Um, want us to do something just a smidge different this morning. Um, want to ask a question. What's on your heart? What do you need to be praying about? We need to pray for one another. We need to pray for our church. We need to pray for um, the search team as they uh, search for a, a pastor. And we need to pray that God will reveal that to them and that He will re reveal that to whoever that guy is. And... Um, so, whatever your concerns are this morning, I just want us to take just a couple of minutes, just in silent prayer. Uh, let's just go before the Father. And whatever's on your heart, you just lift it up to Him. Would you do that? Father, you are our King, you are our Lord, our Master, our Guide, you are our salvation, our hope, our joy, our peace, you are our Comforter, you are our Provider. And Father, this morning we rejoice in Jesus. We thank you, Father, for all that you have done for us through your Son. I pray now, Father, that you will be with um, those things that are on the hearts of these people, the things that they've been praying for. I pray, Father, that you will just minister uh, to them, encourage them, bless them, bring comfort bring peace give wisdom give clear direction and we just thank you for that Father I pray that you will um, bring the right resume along for this search team and Father that you will uh, bless them in this process and we just thank you for that so, Father, this morning I pray that you will uh, speak to our hearts, minister to our needs. I pray that you will encourage us just to follow you, be faithful and obedient to you day by day. Thank you, Father, for loving us unconditionally. Our hope is in you. Father, I pray now that you will speak to us through your word. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
So, let's turn to um, Matthew chapter 16 this morning. Matthew chapter 16. I guess we can just start by asking the question, who do you say Jesus is? You know, what we believe defines us. What we think tells us, tells a lot about, about us. We think about a lot of things, don't we? I mean, my mind is going all the time. I know yours is too. That's just, just, just the way God built us. We're, we're, we're thinkers. We're always thinking. We're always, um, whether it's at work, doing our job, um, or, or no matter what. Or you can be like my grandson, Seth, who turns uh, 12 in just a couple of weeks, what's for lunch? He's always asking, what's for lunch? And during this summer, he uh, works with me a lot of days, working at the cabin and doing, doing things. And, and um, he, he goes by the clock. Of course, he's always hungry, though. So that, and, and uh, 12 o'clock comes around, he always asks the question, what's for lunch? And we haven't finished lunch yet when he's asking, man, I wonder what's for dinner. <laughs> and uh, sometimes we're thinking, well, what, what ball games are on today? Or uh, what, what race is on today? Or, or what, whatever. You know, we're, we're always thinking. Um, but today, we want to ask the question, who do you say Jesus is? What do you think about Jesus? And that tells us a lot about you. I think Jesus is the Son of God. We've been singing this morning about Jesus. I'm telling you. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad I'm a Christian. I say that pretty often. I'm glad I'm a Christian. I would hate to think about going through this life particularly the generation that we're in right now without Jesus he is our hope <laughs> just just a word of encouragement he is the son of God he is fully deity and he is fully man he is God with us as it tells us in Isaiah and then this passage this morning, Jesus asked the question, who we think He is. And the disciples' answer uh, is an interesting one. So let's read Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 17. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I am? Let me read that again. Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, 
But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So, who is Jesus? Notice, first of all, that Jesus asked His followers who men say that I am. So that's us. That's us. Who do we say that the Son of Man am? Who do we say that He is? Just a reminder, I said that uh, that we think about who Jesus is tells us a lot about us. So the first issue to deal with is our own selves. What we think about who Jesus is. In, in my lifetime, you know, I've, I've been pastoring and serving the Lord in different capacities for uh, over 44 years. And I've heard a lot of people say a lot of different things about who they think Jesus is. I've heard people say, well, he's just a good man. He, he was a good man. Well, that's true, but that's not all there is to it, is it? Heard somebody say one time when asked the question, who do you think Jesus is? Heard somebody say, well, he's a good teacher. He was a, he was a good teacher. So, in this passage of Scripture, we go from public opinion of who Jesus is to personal conviction of who Jesus is. When, when Jesus asked His disciples, who do men say that I am? They were giving Him the things that they heard which was nothing more than just public opinion. And public opinion today is off the charts with the answers that you'll get about who, who is Jesus. There's no telling what kind of answer you would get. Some thought that he was John the Baptist, who was a great man, but nonetheless just a man. The short answer to this, uh, to this, to the to the issue of whether or not Jesus was John the Baptist is no. <laughs> Elijah. Some thought that he was Elijah, a great prophet. Who, he performed many miracles and was uh, even taken up to heaven in a, in a whirlwind of fire. 
He was a great teacher. But just like John the Baptist, Jesus was not Elijah. Public opinion. Or Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Some thought Jesus was Jeremiah. Some thought that he was uh, a, a prophet incarnate. He was not. Jeremiah is called the weeping prophet. And because of that, Jesus was thought to be Jeremiah. After all, he had compassion over Jerusalem. You'll remember that story. Many of the prophets um, told of end times. And because of that, Jesus was thought to be one of them. After all, he did tell of end times. But just like John the Baptist and Elijah, he was not. Nothing but public opinion. But in verses 15 and 16, he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter, of course, I, whenever I think of Peter, I think of a very bold, ambitious, outspoken kind of individual. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. I mean, he didn't even hesitate with his answer. Well, Peter got it right, didn't he? But Jesus recognized that it was not Peter who said it, but was God who revealed it to Peter. In Daniel chapter 2 and verse 28, it says that God reveals mysteries. God reveals secrets to people. Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost. By the way, that's us. He came to seek and to save those that are lost. That was me. That was you. And if you're here this morning without Jesus, He came for you so that you could find hope for life. So that you can have forgiveness of your sin. So that you can spend eternity in heaven. And an abundant life right now. He is our hope. He is our peace. He is our joy. Our strength our confidence. You see, we can't save ourselves. We need a Savior. We need Jesus. In Daniel chapter 2, the king had a dream and asked Daniel to tell him what it meant. Daniel responded in verse 27. All the wise men and astronomers and magicians and soothsayers couldn't get it right. They could not interpret what God was saying to the king. But God reveals secrets 
and Daniel was able to interpret it. God revealed to Daniel what the dream was that the king had. Just like he did to Peter in this passage of Scripture. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John, for flesh and blood has not revealed that to you. See, it's not the opinion of humanity that we need to listen to. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but, he said, my Father who is in heaven. God revealed that to Peter. So what has God revealed to you? See, people with their opinion who Jesus is needs to be told who Jesus really is. That's the purpose we need to witness. That's the reason we need to witness to people. That's why we need to live a life that is an example of who Jesus is. Lifestyle evangelism, I believe, is very important. We need to live a life that is different from the world because we have the God of the universe living with us. The Spirit of the living God lives with us and dwells with us. And we need to live a lifestyle that points people to Him. Yes, lifestyle evangelism is very important, but I believe that lifestyle evangelism needs to lead to a personal witness. At some point in time, whether it's your neighbor who, who sees you come and go and, and um, um, they, they see how you live your life, but at some point in time, there needs to be a personal witness they need to be told who Jesus really is and what He means to you and who He is to you. In John chapter 1, by the way, by the way, in Wednesday night, our Zoom Bible study, we're going through the book of John. In three weeks, we've gone through chapter 1. So this week, we'll start chapter 2. I encourage you to join us. Talk to Don if, if you need a, uh, an invite to log on. And, and uh, I did say Don, didn't I? You did say Don. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Um, and um, but in John chapter 1 and verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God 
word is capitalized. I'm sure we all know this. Tell me the story of Jesus. It gets sweeter every day, so that's what we're doing. <laughs> the word here is Jesus. In the beginning was Jesus. And Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. When God sent His Son, Jesus, the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, when He sent His Son into the world, it was God taking on human flesh in this world. Jesus pointed people to God the Father by the way he lived his life, by and and he even said later on in John, he said, The words that I share with you are not my words. The words I share with you is from the Father. God gave me those things to say. I want you to know whenever we witness to somebody, God gives us words to say. What is what has Jesus done for you? Well, He saved you. <laughs> he gave you eternal life. Sometimes we just need to share that with somebody. So, can we say like Peter and answer the question whenever Jesus asks, who do you say that I am? Can you honestly say this morning the same give the same answer that that Peter did you are the Christ the son of the living God Peter confessed Jesus as the Christ the Messiah Jesus tells us that we must confess Him before men and He will confess us before God the Father in heaven. You see, Jesus is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the one who will save. Jesus is the Son of God. He is the only way to salvation. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by me. In Acts chapter 4, in verse 12, Nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus is the only way to heaven. There's not multiple ways to get to heaven. Jesus is the only way. Public opinion says, oh, well, there's this way and there's this way and there's this way. Live a good life. Be a good person. You'll go to heaven. Not. <laughs> Jesus is the only way. 
Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus is the only way. You see, we have a problem. We have a problem. Mankind has a problem. And that problem is in, in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's a problem. That's the problem that we're in today. That's the fix that our world is in today. The problem is also explained in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. We've all sinned, come short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death. So what does that really mean? What's it talking about death? It's not talking about kicking the proverbial bucket. It's talking about death here is talking about eternal separation from God. Eternal separation from God. For the wages of sin is that we will spend eternity separated from God. But God has a plan. That plan is the last part of Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, for the wages of sin is death. But the plan is, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 5.8 also talks about God's plan. But God demonstrates His own love toward us and that while we were still sinners Christ died for us and then in John chapter 3 and verse 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have what everlasting life So we need to respond. If you've not responded to Jesus, you need to this morning. You need to respond to Him. And you need to claim God's promise of eternal life. His promise for forgiveness. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, it says in, in Romans 10.13. Going back to John chapter 1, verses uh, 12 and 13. But as many as received Him, to them He gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in His name. Who, are, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. But as many 
as received him. To them he gave the right to become the children of God to those who believe in his name. You've heard me say this before, I'm sure. There are a lot of people who believe in God, but they've never received Christ to be their Lord and Savior. They believe that there is a God, that there is a Creator. But we need to understand that it's, yeah, you've got to believe, but you also need to receive Christ. So who is Christ to you? Who is Jesus to you? Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, Peter said. Can you join with Him and say that this morning? In just a minute, we're going to have a closing song. Give you an opportunity, a time. Never assume where people stand with the Lord. I learned that a long time ago. And maybe this morning, there, maybe you kind of need to say a prayer that reflects Peter's ex explanation. I believe, dear Jesus, I believe in what you say in the Bible. Just like Peter, I want to confess you as, my, as the Lord of my life. Please come into my life and save me right now. Just a simple prayer like that. Heard a pastor say one time, as he was talking, uh, you know, he, he kind of did a set of prayer like that. He said, maybe all you need to say is, me too, Lord. Yes. Yes. Me too. Would you just put your faith and trust in Him if you've not done so? Father, we just thank You for loving us, for caring for us. Father, I pray that You will lead us and guide us Father, if there's someone here this morning that does not know You, I pray that today would be the day of salvation. Father, I pray that You will draw them to Yourself. And Father, I pray for those of us who have already gone through that process in life and, and uh, we agree with Peter that You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Lord, I pray that You will guide us day by day. Give us strength for every day. Father, this world is not an easy place to live in these days. I don't know that it ever has been, but I pray that You will give us clear direction in what You have us to do day by day. We thank You. We praise You. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Mike.